the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. All right, another great night. Come on, we're here yes. to wake the bear. Wake the bear. Okay. Got my sweater on tonight. I'm freezing in my house. So it's no, cold man. out. It's Still cold dealing out. with. I don't know if I could take any more of this global warming. I mean, I'm just freezing, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's just been, <laughs> it's been cold. So, but at least we don't have snow at our house anymore. Uh, first time I've ever seen it this deep in our awesome. house. You know, usually it's, uh, it's uh, gone by 10 o'clock, you know, once every couple of years. And uh, this time it stayed for a week, uh, just about, you know. So anyway, enough of talking about the weather. Let's talk about some important things. How are how have you guys up. been? Nothing's right happening. Now. Nothing's <laughs> happening. Oh my gosh! I think uh, yeah. we're about we're, we are seeing another week of unloading of um, truth. I mean, I, I think to, you know the dike is breaking. You can't hold your finger in anymore. It's like it's some people are getting shaken to awaken, and uh, it's mm-hmm. going to take some shaking for people to wake up because there's those people out there that are doing this right now. La, 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 don't tell me, don't tell me. I don't want to hear it. You know? <laughs> yep. A whole lot of shaking going on. So that's good. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is. It's happening at a faster and faster rate. It's like a flood rate now. And it's actually quite ex- exciting. I mean, every day I, I, I'll turn on and say, what's happening today? What exposure? And what's really neat is it's there. Uh, I don't know if you want to call them opponents or whatever. The people that hate this country, they're on the defense now. And it's really um, quite enjoyable to see people squirm. And it's not that I take a joy in people squirming, (laughs) but it's justice that seems to be coming down the line and it's piling up. It's the perfect storm. It really is. So even some of the like the mainstream media, like uh, CNN had uh, Mr. Wonderful from um, Shark Tank on just the other day. And he was just talking about how all of the um, blue state policies are destroying the states, including yeah. California. So basically, we can't even invest in California anymore. Mr. Wonderful is obviously um, one of the guys there on Shark Tank. I don't know if you remember. It's slightly balding guy. I can't remember his name right now. Is it O'Leary oh, or yeah. something like that? Yeah. And he was like, can't, California is uninvestable right now. Can't invest in it. Can't even walk around the streets of San Francisco at night. So the, yeah. know, the city's oh, no. I yeah. don't even know why anybody would want to go there to view the sights anymore. It just, uh, it's dirty, it's smelly, it's dangerous. Um, you know, it's not what it was. It's Nancy Pelosi land. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, I just saw a thing on uh, U-Haul. U-Haul, uh, they said they, they ran out of vans leaving. They ran out of vans in California because so much were leaving, but they didn't have enough coming back. You know, usually there's a, kind of a you take them out and someone will take it back in and apparently there's a definitely more people leaving than coming in yeah so. some number one salesman for u-haul yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so okay well we've got a list of things we can cover that are just uh you know what have been happening over the last week you know and we've we have done some bear paws on some of them in this last week and um and then you know We've got new stuff. So what do you want to hit first? Well, why don't you talk about Bear Paws and talk about our um, our website? Because I don't think everybody knows how to find us. You know, that's a good idea. I think I'm going to yeah. do that. I'm going to add that right now. And so you we have this. To, uh, wake the Bear. Yeah, it's wakethebearradio.com. And boy, do we have a lot of good stuff on that. We've been doing it since day one. Uh, so let me just take a real quick uh tour so our homepage is actually uh here you got a flag kseo 1080 that's where we started with um on a radio and then we've added uh you know online presence from day one but these are just previously recorded shows like last last week was uh celebrities and mainstreamers are waking up and you could see that we just had a ton you know, the balloon and you know the 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 train wreck and we just keep going and going and going and going and we just got tons so every week and every page every page or uh, um, picture there if you click on it it'll take you to that week and so we have show notes and we have a place where you can listen to it 
or you could actually rewatch or the video uh, here. And then sometimes we'll have uh, our content. Uh, if we're talking about something, we want to make sure that when we can, we put it up. That way people know, hey, we didn't just make this up. And also you can support us by buying a shirt if you'd like. It's a very cool looking shirt. So uh, yeah, very attractive know. shirt. Yeah, <laughs> so it is nice. Uh, but we also do go on. What were you going to say? California Republic Radio. Nice shirts. Go ahead. Yes, it is good looking. And, you know, again, it guarantees you uh, looking 10 pounds lighter wearing that shirt. So it's a great uh, shirt. Uh, we have a daily pause where we we uh, we take a pause and we kind of take a step back and we do it maybe a deeper dive. And it, sometimes it's on what we think about what's happening or just a, a single single event. And so you could see um, like this past week, um, Chris did a CPAC summary and she kind of really focused in on James O'Keefe and President Trump and Steve Bannon and what they had said in that uh, CPAC. Um, I had done something just uh, two days before, which was we must understand Vlad uh, Vladimir Putin. And now he's talking about the Ukrainian war and, and the one year anniversary and, and some of the things that uh, Putin had said and also uh, an analysis by a colonel, a U.S. colonel that was uh, one of the major um, what do you call him? Um, well, the secretary of defense uh, advisor, senior advisor to the secretary of defense. Um, and he was saying, oh, you know, Russia's got this hands down. Uh, Ukraine is falling apart like daily. They're, they're you know, recruiting 16 year olds. And I think he said the life expectancy on the front line is about four hours now. I mean, it's just they're just getting wiped out. And so yeah, we're not I didn't hear pause on that. Yeah. Yeah, you talked about McGregor, who is uh, Colonel McGregor, is the last he he, he uh, orchestrated the last major tank battle in Desert Storm Number One. Uh, America hasn't used uh, that type of tank warfare since then, and he he's got a book that's fantastic and talks just about the the margin of victory, um, and basically just talks about like seven major decisive battles and how they're different now. And how all the wars ahead of us are all going to be fought by ISG, I think it's called, uh, surveillance. No, uh, I is um, intelligence, surveillance, and uh, reconnaissance, ISR. Mm. So basically yeah. the whole concept of sending, sending troops over there and, and sending tanks, if you don't have air power, it's pointless. They just blow the tanks up within, within hours. So. Yeah, that's what you're saying. And even the tanks that the U.S. promised, uh, they're not going to give them to them at least six months because of the um, proprietary uh, equipment that we have in our current tanks. We don't want to give that to Ukraine. So we're making them from scratch without the proprietary. So that's six months. So I don't know if they'll even be around uh, in six months, according to uh, Colonel McGregor, you know, it well, might be just a couple months. And he's just basically saying, "What a shame America and NATO are doing um, to to Ukraine. We, we, we are basically uh, instigating, creating this war, and um, we did nothing to try to defuse it. We did nothing to try to negotiate out of it, and we're basically just destroying that country. And, and we don't even care about it. And ultimately, just so we can get it, back, just so we can rebuild it, send in Black Hawk and all these other, excuse me, Black Rock and all these other." Um, institutions to rebuild the the poor country that was destroyed by america i mean destroyed by russia so yeah yeah like those 15 minute cities that they they want to see everywhere and they want to confine people into their place so that they don't get too wild and too free i guess so but you know one of the things that um mcgregor had also said was how europe is very upset uh, i'm gonna put this right back up um and it was basically uh, this is a person from Germany who is part of the foreign affairs. And he had said, um, he says, so Germany must respond and significantly adjust. And, and so he says uh, it's foreign policy towards the United States. We see very clearly that from the beginning to the end, it is the U.S. Um, I must have paused it in this one here. It is, uh, it is the U.S. Basically, what he was saying is they're, they're waging this war. And when they wage this war, it's for our benefit, not the Europeans. And so um, and basically what he said, I think it might have been earlier here. 
He says uh, the U.S. did launch – if they did launch this terrorist attack against Germany, he says we, we have to recognize that the U.S. is not an ally. Here's a government official from Germany saying, uh, you know, that if they did do that, and it's looking like that with, you know, uh, Seymour Hirsch's um, content showing, hey, look, we ordered the bombing of that Nord Stream 2. Mm -hmm. Then Germany is saying, hey, we can't consider them an ally. And that's that's yeah. a huge thing, you know, and this is a government official representing uh, Germany. So and that's in more detail with that daily pause. But. And you would think that would compel our uh, our current administration to talk about that. I mean, I think it's really on the hearts of most American right now. Are we uh, how close to World War Three are we? You know, there's there's been a lot of the saber clattering and a lot of uh, threats. And, you know, when Zelensky came out and said the U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way we're sending our sons and daughters to war, and they will have to fight because it's NATO and they will be dying. I mean, it's like, oh, no, you don't. You know, I think that should wake up parents and young people, young people who, uh, if we do get into a a kinetic type of war, they will be drafted. And so everything can happen on the front end um, if we let it, which kind of leads us a little bit to um, CPAC. You know, Trump had a lot to say about World War III at the, the recent CPAC conference in Washington, D.C. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, basically, that was completely a Trump-orchestrated CPAC. I mean, the, the pack of conservatives is now basically Trump's. I mean, everybody there did a, they did a poll and Trump won a poll like 60%. So if they voted today, um, Trump would be the nomination for the Republican party. It wasn't R the RNC. I mean, it wasn't the actual Republican national convention, um, but it was uh, the strongest part of the conservative part of the Republicans. So. Yeah, it was sixty-two percent. I think twenty percent for um, Desantis, and then Nikki. I don't know, single digits. Five. Like she got five. five. No, yeah. uh, uh, she she got less than five. She was actually number four. Not one point five or something. She got. It was yeah. pretty. Yeah, pretty low. And so uh, it just shows. And you know, it's really interesting how some of these uh, rhino talking heads uh, think. Oh, Trump's. Hey, he's over you know it's just like what planet are you from you know i it's amazing you can lie to people you know with a straight face you know and and, and it's interesting because uh right now donald trump is taking a war type of posture um and you know i find it really interesting how a war type posture is happening on a very specific date it was uh march 4th and there was a q post that was has a four-year delta to the to the day and the second part of it says warlike posture activated thank you for playing q and huh. so it's like on the same day you know these are just little things but i i tend to take i i tend to hold uh hold those uh of some value and so you're seeing these patterns and and so what was that warlike posture well he he claimed that i am your warrior uh, i am your um what do you say i'm your justice justice and then for those that have been abused i'm your retribution i think i have that mm -hmm. uh, queued up somewhere here um let's see if this is the one i got two of them with uh with them on that here we go oh okay i got it i'm gonna play this one um real quick and it's from total fake news and and notice the bias we'll talk about the bias on this uh i mean these people are just I don't know, kind of scummy, um, to say the least. So let me play it. Among those who Trump said have been wrong. Sorry, I was right up here. Even if he's indicted over the weekend, and Ron DeSantis delivered a feisty speech at the Reagan Library. Chief Washington correspondent John Carl's tried to raise Good morning, John. Good morning, George. In a sign of just how unusual the 2024 race is shaping up to be, the former president not only said he would continue to run even if he's even if he is indicted, he said an indictment would boost his poll numbers. 
So you know, say bring this indictment stuff up. I mean, just. I am your warrior, I am your justice, and for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. Yeah, interesting. But the spin, you know, they they totally do a spin, uh, you know, if he gets indicted. Uh, just more crazy talk to me. But it is interesting how he is he is making it very clear. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about uh, World War III, and and one of the things that that uh, Trump said uh, before that, he said, "This is the most dangerous time in the history of our country," and I believe he he was right. He said, "World yeah. War III is looming like never before," and in a, the very dark and murky background, leadership here is um, is solely. Uh, responsible for it. And he was referring to the the uh, resident in the White House right now that um, that Biden has let us get to a place of unprecedented danger in the U.S. And he called him, he said, hopeless Joe Biden is leading us into oblivion. And he said some things that I think were on everybody's heart because, you know, we don't want to go there, but we're watching. It's kind of like we're watching the train wreck coming. Uh, and we, we'd like to see it prevented. And he said, I will prevent World War III. I will easily prevent it. Yeah. And he did earlier. I mean, it is just by sanctions. You know, that's that's where it hurts. And uh, and he did that when he was in office the first four years, and it was very successful. You know, I'm seeing a, another pattern. You notice, like, 1970, you know, we were talking about the Jesus revolution where people were coming to Jesus, the hippies and stuff like that. And, and you had the Asbury revival that was happening. Um, and that was happening in 1970. What else was happening? It was war, right? I mean, there was a division yeah, in the Vietnam. country. People are burning their, their uh, draft cards, you know, hell no, we won't go, you know, that sort of, that sort of thing. And, and you're seeing that, gosh, maybe that might even be another, uh, another piece to a puzzle that, you know, 50 year Delta there. Cause that, those were, those were the same things happening and it could easily be that again, you know, if we, they pull us into world war three, you know, we're not just going to send money. They're going to start sending troops. And we know that our troops are at their worst right now. It's really hard to get people in, uh, into the, uh, you know, into the armed services. A lot of it was yeah, COVID were- people don't want to get the shot and the jab and all that. And they're forced and there's all this back and forth. And they say it's at the lowest recruiting they've had in decades. So hmm. that means hmm. you might have to have a draft if it got bad. And if it, it was a China, Russia scare event, um, you know that they would have to do something like that. And yeah, I, I know you all were in uh, high school and college during the Vietnam draft, I'm sure. And was- one of the things when we were in high school, it was everybody knew their number. You know, all the guys knew their number. It was a big deal. And one of the things I've noticed is the young people in America aren't talking about Ukraine possibilities of they might have to be part of this conflict. They're all kind of like um, hugging uh, hugging the, the U- Ukrainians. Um, oops, that's, that's not the one I wanted. <laughs> I've got to, they, they're the ones that, that are um, wanting to send the money, wanting to send support, but they haven't talked about what would happen if they get drafted. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's been on their radar, you know? Um, I think it's, I think it's just a big, it's just a big uh, game that nobody really knows anything about. They're basically being told you're supposed to hang a Ukrainian flag up on your, and even though you have no idea why that war is even happening, it's almost like they wanted to say, you know, the, the Ukrainian conflict and the Ukrainian situation just started this year. It's like it's, there was no history at all. Like, mm-hmm. No one wants to go back and look at the last 30 years and what has taken place in the last couple of our presidents, you know, with the Maidan massacre and with the uh, 
you know, with the fact that Ukraine is uh, you know, one of the most corrupt countries in the world and it's flipped back and forth multiple times. And then we just want to assume that everybody there is are all good people and Ukraine is good and Putin bad and nobody's paying attention to really what's going on over there. Yeah. yeah. It's very yeah. similar. It's very similar, like you said, to the seventies, you know, when, you know, when mm-hmm. the Vietnam war was happening, Yeah, we got to stop. Yeah. And I do think the, the whole, um, the young people in this nation, uh, you know, they're so caught up in the transgender agenda uh, that, and the, the indoctrination of, are you calling me by the right uh, pronoun? And, uh, or, you know, have you called me puppy? Cause I'm identifying as a puppy today. I mean, it's so strange that they are removed from the reality that of what's going on in Europe and in um the, the devastation in in Ukraine and how many people, when you told me, Ron, that uh, the average lifespan of a Ukrainian soldier was like five hours, I knew one of the things I'd heard like two weeks ago is that they were, they were starting to draft women. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's, I mean, what are we funding? What are we funding? Yeah. So, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I was trying to look up right now. Uh, do you remember that advertisement? Uh, the difference between uh, Russian military and U.S. military, and they show an advertisement oh, of Russia, and these guys are just like really beating each other, and you know, doing. Yeah, all it was this the girl that had two moms. Another one was a girl talking about, oh my, my two moms, and and I, I feel like I can progress here, and and it was just like a total woke uh, commercial. Mm-hmm. It was the bizarrest thing. And they contrasted the two. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, my gosh, if if a country has this and a country has that, there's no, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, it didn't look good for uh, the U.S. at all. Yeah. we yeah. Our young people need to wake up that uh, they're the ones that are physically, kinetically going to be uh, fighting the war if we don't stop it soon. I don't see how they yeah. could even begin to enforce a draft you have people that don't like this country at all. Why would they even fight for something that's overseas? It's all about them. It's a very self-focused mm-hmm. uh, culture we have right now. Uh, people think about themselves, their rights, their feelings, mm-hmm. things like that, and not mm-hmm. for the greater good. Not that this is, but you know, um, you know, World War II came along, and people lined up. It's like I want to fight the bad, you know, and and. Uh, and, and I don't think you'd see that today, even if it was Adolf Hitler again. I don't think you would have the support to go over and fight. People would be like, hey, not for me, you know. Well, you um, can't get young people right now to show up for a job, let alone fight a war. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's right. We're paying you. Yeah, you can't get them out of their pajamas to go to school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. The whole COVID thing. I mean, they lost so and my wife being a teacher can attest, you know, it, they had so many kids that just wouldn't turn the screen on. You weren't even forced to have the camera on you. You could have a, like an avatar. So it's like you could turn it on, hit mute, walk out and do whatever you want. And yeah, go back wouldn't. to bed. So yeah. yeah, making it very easy to be lazy. And uh, so yeah, it, it does concern me. Uh, but at the same time, it's this is could be God's hand again. It's like you think you have supporters right now, Democrats? Well, you're going to lose all of the youth now that you have had as a stronghold um, because they're going to not want to fight your war because there's enough truth tellers out there saying, hey, this war is bogus. And mm-hmm. let, let's face it. If you were a youth and you had the possibility that you'd have to go and fight and die and somebody said, hey, it's a corrupt war. Do you think you would at least look into it like? I need to find out because if there's any way I can justify not going to war and not calling myself a chicken, but find a good reason, I'm going to look for it. And I think people would be very open to start hearing the other side, truth tellers Mm -hmm. saying, hey, this is, you know, we did a coup d'etat in 2014. Victoria Nuland was a very key instrument in in doing that. And we uh, we changed the government, went from pro-Russia to pro-NATO or West. And then we found out that NATO is breaking, uh, breaking their promises and their uh, treaties with Russia. Mm-hmm. And they were moving east, and they weren't supposed to do that. And you know, and this is all in Putin's speech that he did uh, a couple weeks ago. You know, saying, "Hey, well, you know, what else can we do? We don't want these values. Uh, 
you know, and then they have broken it. We've tried peace over and over, and they were almost at a peace agreement, um, Ukraine and Russia. And then uh, Boris Johnson comes along, another deep stater, and, and, and torpedoes it and says, no, you can't, you can't have this treaty. You can't sign it. And they pulled, pulled Ukraine back out of it. So, you know, these are things. And so, you know, as a youth, you you hear these things. You're like, oh, my gosh, maybe this is an unjust war. What? This is this is the truth that they're really, you know, Zelensky's just a puppet. And, you know, he was an actor. He's really a liar. He's an actor. I mean, you can see he played a politician. He played the president in a in a series <laughs> an unwitting. He was a school teacher. I think it was. I was watching the Benny Johnson show. And it was the topic was liars. These people are liars. Mm -hmm. And he was one of them. And he shows him in all these old clips, you know, being a, like kind of like a goof, kind of a goofy teacher. And all of a sudden he becomes this president and, you know, and by accident or something. And he didn't even want it, you know. And and so but, you know, he, he's also got some really bad comedy too. you know, walking mm -hmm. around naked, acting um, really rude. You know, but they're liars, just like AOC when she pretended she was being handcuffed. You know, she put her hands behind her back. It was it was part of this. They were saying, you know, like Buttigieg, you know, hey, I'm going to ride my bike. He shows them, you know, CNN caught him on a camera getting out of an SUV, you know, taking <laughs> his bike out. He drove with his bike. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, of course, you have a motorcade that follows you on your bike. So there goes your footprint. <laughs> you know, it's just like these people are just liars. And so, yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, it, Zelensky was just one of those, one of the liars. And, yeah, know, I think um, it would be a total red pill um, if we rumbled towards that direction of World War III. But I, you know, obviously we're all praying that that these things resolve and that uh, sounder minds prevail. I think Amen. Steve Bannon, you know, he he made some really good points at CPAC. He talked about how we're paying the pensions and health care of the government workers in Ukraine. And he, he kind of did a quick poll of the of the uh, room. He said, how many of you um, are getting your pensions totally paid right now and health care totally paid by by our government? And. Uh, you know, obviously that's not occurring because we're all responsible to pay into partly our own pensions and our health care. And basically, Bannon said, we're underwriting this war and it's a war that's in Europe. We are not a European power. We're a Pacific power. We don't belong there. And by the way, are you, you going to send your sons and daughters? And so, I mean, uh, he was terrific. I don't know if you got a chance to listen. I, I to saw Steve. a little bit of that clip. Yeah. And it, it fired yeah, people up, fire. you know, it's, it's the truth. And, and people are like, yeah, you know, why would you be paying pension for somebody that's not even in this country? You know, but we tend to like to do that, you know, so it's crazy. You know, there was a major, I don't have this on our notes or anything. I'm just going off the fly, the seat of my pants, but um, was Joe Rogan and Russell Brand. They, they got together and did a show this last week. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. They, they, so, it was, it was a beautiful, it was an amazing show. I mean, Russell Brand has just been on fire for a, for a long time. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they were, they were um, just talking about all of this and uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was good. I, I only saw a small clip of it, but it was really good. Yeah. I mean, these are, these people have huge, huge followings and these people are like, normies in their following you know so it's not an echo chamber and the two got together and they just bantered back and forth just i mean they just were red pilling after red pilling uh i'd encourage anyone to do a search on just put those two names russell brand and and uh and now i'm blanking yeah, out again, yeah. Uh, yeah and and you'll you'll get this uh this incredible incredible uh show uh also russell brand was on uh one of the nighttime shows um can't remember which one, but it was the MSNBC. I, I think it was the not the owner, but you know the CEO, and he was just ripping on a new one, just saying you guys are just fake. Nobody believes you. And and wow, he did, he lost it. He got really <laughs> upset. Um, he got really upset, and his, and Russell Brand just kept speaking right to him. You know, he grabbed him by the arm. No, you guys don't understand. Nobody believes you. You guys are just you're just lying. And he says. Give me one, just give me one example. We we don't ever lie, you know. And oh he's like, goodness. "Really? You want me to just give you one?" And he just went down with the COVID thing. He said, "You you said 
that uh, the horse pace, you know, ivermectin was horse pace. And, um, and, you know, and so that was, um, I'm blanking out on his name again. Um, Joe, Rog Rogan. Joe Rogan. He says, you said Joe Rogan was taking horse pace. And he says, that's just a lie. He says, that's a lie. And, and, and boy, I tell you the the, um, the MSNBC guy was just really flustered, you know, so it was really, it was in your face, you know? Yeah. So it was neat that he had opportunity to share like that. You know, most of the general public never gets the opportunity to, to ask a real question or to really confront, you know, how many times someone's lying to you on television, you're like, man, if someone could just challenge them, but they, they, they put this little wall around and it's like, I'll choose that person to ask the question and it's already been sanitized and, you know, and so they never get challenged. So it's really neat to have someone just open air to start to challenge. It was really yeah. quite entertaining. I like well, that. Well, he might not get invited back a second time. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the thing is, is they have such big followings. They're forced to say, I got to have this guy on, even though I, I don't like him at all, you know, because too many people are watching. And that's the beauty of this, you know, that the Lord is using people just like that movie, you know, Jesus revolution. He used a hippie because the hippie <laughs> had, he had pull with his friends. Well, he's using these people because they have huge followings and they, yeah. they interviewed a lot of fun, cool guests as well. You know, and so um, the the audience relates to them already. Yeah, and, but Joe Rogan is like singly the, the the single largest has a single largest following of any journalist on on the internet. Wow! Like uh, on, on uh, anywhere, there's like 16 million people follow him. That's more than CNN's entire broadcast. Wow! Yeah, really? oh, absolutely. Oh my goodness! Yeah. yeah. And so I, I think the Lord's just using these things and it's just, well, and it's just compounding every week. It seems like someone new with the, in the, in the, uh, in the industry, you know, the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, really? and of course, you know, Jim, guys like Jim Jordan are, are blowing up the news, obviously you know, all of the um, judicial, um, you know, he's basically pointing out that there was clear evidence that Fauci and the CDC knew that the coronavirus was leaked, you know, was a lab leak. And uh, I think it's more than a leak. I think it was actually, created and distributed as a bioweapon but it's interesting because you know pompeo I, I remember listening to pompeo in his own words back in may of 2021 yeah. he said that all of the evidence points to a lab leak in wuhan china and 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 nobody was allowed to talk about that nobody nobody was allowed to, you, you get mm -hmm. slammed you get banned you get called the conspiracy theorist you, they, and it's like why is that a conspiracy why 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 wouldn't i mean i loved it when uh john stewart went on um who was it? St Stephen Colbert's show, and he was like, "the the disease has the same name as the 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 the, the, the actual laboratory in Wuhan, China. The same name." And like, it, it was so fantastic. He just blew it up, and he was saying that, you know, uh, six months a year ago. And so was Pompeo, who was the head of the CIA, former head of CIA, said all the evidence points to a lab leak, but nobody was allowed to say that on the media and nobody and everybody in the mainstream media and journalists were not following it. Well, if the, if the former head of the CIA says that there, that this was a lab leak from China and you won't follow the story, just follow the common yeah. master, the, the Socratic method, just f follow it through and to find out if it's true or not. And nobody would follow it. And now it's proven true. It's like, Oh my gosh, man. I mean, all of these things that, we were saying, why are people just logic? Why are people shutting this down? Why are they politicizing this? Why don't they just say, well, why are they calling you a racist and anti-Asian just because you're saying it came from a communist China? It doesn't mean you hate Chinese people. It just means the, right. the regime of communism is horrible in China. Why can't we point that out? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, you know, it, it doesn't. It doesn't take a lot to be to interview somebody right or wrong because you don't lose face. If you're investigating and you prove to be that this guy was full of it, at least you you got to expose it. So yeah. even if you didn't agree, why wouldn't you investigate it? Just saying, hey, this guy's saying it's a lab leak. I don't think it is. I'm going to do my research. I'm going to give it attention and let the truth or let the chips fall where they may. And the truth will be known. And if I prove that it wasn't a lab leak, then I'm a hero. And if I right. do prove it was a lab leak, I'm a hero because it was the truth. But they don't like truth. They like to lie. Right. I was that's where the money comes journal. from. Brought to you by Pfizer. <clears throat> 
Yeah. And Pfizer, did you see they're being sued for $3 trillion because of their false claims about COVID? And so, uh, and suppressing their research. And uh, that doesn't even, um, well, it's their false claims about the vaccine. And I heard that um, the nation of the Philippines is, has an arrest warrant out for, for Fauci. So I, um, Hopefully that wasn't and, Babylon and Bill Bates. stuff, but I thought oh, it's about <laughs> doggone time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's nice to see some of these other countries, you know, really stepping up and and I guess they can do that. You know, we're so in bed with the deep state; it's just so hard to to wade through the swamp. So it's nice to see some of these smaller countries say, "Hey, you're under arrest if you come to our country." You know, so that's interesting. That, did you? That's interesting about that because the reality is like uh, Bill Gates has been banned from multiple countries. George Soros is banned yeah. from his own right. Hungarian country. And then recently, uh, George Soros, Soros has gone missing. So yes. that's interesting. <laughs> Where's George? Yeah, Where's I don't George? think he suicided himself. But I mean, he's like a thousand years old anyway. Um, but Unfortunately, his son, Alex, is kind of a mini-me with many, many years uh, left ahead of him. And he is going, um, uh, he's going viral about really extremely doing some of the things that his father was known for. So once George is out of the picture, I think we've got um, uh, an Athaliah who was kind of Jezebel's daughter. We've got a, a, a son of George Soros who's going to be just about as evil. So uh, we've got to keep our eyes on the prize because they have a lot of, um, they've got a lot of people willing to do very evil things in the deep state, in the cabal. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah, it was, um, and we know that covered, uh, they had a lady talk about, the COVID and basically it was talking about how Pfizer were quote playing uh, a role as a, a fake. They were fake. They were fake and they, they convinced people, but they never did any clinical tests. It was a military uh, department of defense court that she was speaking at yeah. and she had documents and um, she had a strong accent. I think I, I might do a bear pause on it in, in a day or so, but it was, it was really powerful Basically, she's saying they never did any testing. They admitted it here. They admitted it here. Yet they said this. And basically, they fooled the public by by playing a pharmaceutical, you know, hey, we're doing this. We're in good standing. And they literally were lying to everybody because mm-hmm. they didn't even do it. And so, uh, you know, it went out and people thought it was approved and they people wouldn't have taken it. So, um but that was just this past week. And we know is a really good resource for those that have not uh, listened to them before. It's andweknow.com. They get the and we know from and we know that all things work together for good for those that love God and are calling according to his purpose. Romans yeah. 828. And so, you know, one of the things and we know is pointing out this week again was the um, just the 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 complete insanity of the left with the whole uh, promotion of these um drag shows for children and i'm gonna add this to the stream here he he shows that there's this drag show going on with men dressed like women um dancing all provocatively and 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 totally you know just completely disgusting and there's children and infants all around and i just it, it just reminded me of just how completely debauched you know the bible talks about this that the the, the last days people will um you know, not put up with sound teaching. They'll turn to all kinds of wickedness and destruction. And, and literally Romans says that they'll literally turn away from normal affections for men and men with women and turn to themselves. And this is just, and, and now they're trying to promote it in schools that this, this indoctrination that's going on in all the schools. And I just, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking to the church and I'm saying, Hey church, um, Hey pastors, are you guys standing up against this in your local community? Like, are you saying, hey, not in our, not in our commun- community, not at our schools? Are you saying that this is my city? That this is the city of God. This is God's city. And it's my job to protect the children in this city. And I just, you know, I'm encouraging people as much as I know to get involved, pastors that I know to get involved and say, listen, go stand up at the teachers meetings. Go stand up and say, listen, 
we love everybody, but this is not okay. And you all know it's not okay. And watch people rally behind you, if you will, because mm, there's just right. this fear. And, 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 you know, that right now we're, we're just seeing like the, 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 the major insanity with this whole Hershey's, you know, Hershey's, cho- yeah. you know, chocolate is get turned it in. They were honoring the national women's international women's day by having a man pretend to be, who pretends to be a woman be honored in their campaign for her, she chocolate. It's just oh completely God. ridiculous. And, you know, and yeah. I look at like the, the, you know, this whole thing is just coming at, it's actually indoctrinating kids. Um, this person here is a, is a trans woman or trans, you know, not a woman. She's a man. And she, you know, she's for all this. It just, it, you know, I just, it's so sickening. And it's like, when are we going to wake up and say not anymore on my watch? You know? Well, I'm hoping that's part of the red pill is that it's so in your face ridiculous. I mean, the transgender uh, athlete who sued the U.S. powerlifting um, uh, federation, they were given the the win on that case to participate in the women's division of U.S. powerlifting, a transgender, a biologically male um, athlete. So a women lost on that. Uh, they also, um, I mean, there, there's just so many things that, that they're, they're losing on with the, um, the sports and the ridiculousness of it. I mean, there, there was a guy, um, I mean, I'm a transgender guy who was advertising tampons, uh, this week and he did a commercial and it was like, what? And I mean, it's like, how crazy can this be? And then there were three members of the National Basketball Association, the Raptors, who were forced to apologize after saying only women can have give birth. So they, they made this statement. And then it was like, you need to go on and apologize for that on, on public TV and on the news. And they did. So... I mean, it's just getting very disgusting. Wow. Well, it's an it's indoctrination, and that that's the hardest part to see is that it you know it's, education is no longer about math and reading and writing and arithmetic. It's about coming after your children to indoctrinate them to believe what we want them to believe, and that's really one of the things that I you know Matt Walsh actually points this out. He he goes into this whole series about um, how you know, and if you remember back in back in the time in two thousand eight when. Pro, um, Prop 8 in California was voted on and Barack Obama became the president of the United States at the same vote. So people said, no, marriage is between the man and the woman. And, you know, but we also know that someone being black is not the same as being someone being a, a, a trans or gay. It's different. Well, you're one of them. You're born as black or a woman. And the other one you choose to make lifestyle choices. And they wanted to, um, you know, there was this whole thing about, well, you know, they were pointing out that these these groups are coming after children and they're saying, oh, no, we're not coming after children. We're just wanting to ha- be able to love the people we love and be left alone. And and Matt Walsh points this out, that they were coming after your children. And then he goes into this whole thing about the gay men's choir and the whole they made a song about it, about, hey, no, we are we are coming after your children. We're going to make them tolerant and fair. Uh, what's that mean, according to you? In other words, promoting our lifestyle. And we're going to promote it to them till you agree with what we agree with. And it's just so interesting that, you know, we've gone from, you know, uh, you know, love is love. We just want to be accepted in 1995, even up to 2008, till we just want equality to 2012, bake a cake or go to court. And then 2015, it's say my pronouns or lose your job. And then 2023 is your kids will watch drag shows. And that's kind of that's that's the progression we move to and it's like if you continue to give into this woke agenda you continue to lose over and over again uh, more and more ground because you because this sinful destructive force doesn't want partial acceptance it wants complete and utter control it's tyranny and i just say to myself you know pastors out there how are you teaching your 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 your, your congregations your people the people of god to stand up against tyranny Stand up against Satan, but again, stand against stand up against those who are being animated, motivated by Satan to control the minds of your children. That's what's going on right now, and it's yeah. and they're not hiding it anymore. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's a house of cards. I mean, think about it. what happens if Dr. Fauci gets exposed 
through the whole COVID thing, people will be open to hear about the whole AIDS thing and who is targeted yeah. with the AIDS. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff on that, what he did. But people are like, ah, you know, a long time ago, I don't believe it, blah, blah, blah. But if you can prove that the whole COVID thing, you can definitely move to the next thing. Because once in your mind you go, oh, that guy's a criminal. That guy's actually terrible. He's like a Nazi, uh, you know, a, yeah. a Nazi doctor or something. Right. Once you got him in that frame, then all of a sudden you hear something like, oh, yeah, he, he put the whole gay community to, uh, you know, through mm-hmm. hell with the AIDS and stuff and the experimentals and, the, and all that stuff. They're going to be like really, really uh, awakened. Well, and if they if they wake up to Fauci, they've got to uh, wake up to the WHO because uh, Tedros, uh, what's his name, Gay Breasis, I can't remember his last name, but the the doctor who is in charge of WHO, he was part of that um, experimentation on the African population uh, with AIDS and releasing that. Uh, he's an Ethiopian microbiologist, but. But he's the one who is uh, wanting to be in control of our health decisions and to bring that, um, that that's the one that's really being invited to the White House by Joe Biden is, is Tedros, Dr. Tedros, um, to talk about um, the agreeing that the WHO needs to have more control over whether or not if there's um, a pandemic or a uh, something response. broke out that uh, they have the right to say who will and won't um, how how the treatment will will go and take away our our individual freedoms. So if they're looking at Fauci, they'll look at WHO, and Davos isn't going to want to have that. Yeah, definitely. Hey, you know, I had a little clip. Uh, I did find that clip about that woman talking about Pfizer and and the military, how they they were completely corrupted in. Uh, in fooling everybody. Let me, uh, let me just play that real quick. It's, it, it kind of ties in with the whole, the whole thing. This was <laughs> off of Anthony now. So there we go. That was playing out. It's in the description box below if you want to watch uh, the entire thing. Sorry. Right. And, uh, all of this exposure has been happening in many, many different ways. Um, when I was looking at this clip here, we showed it the other day and I thought it was brilliant how she put this together. This product, the government never bought it, the government never ordered it, never gave them money for it, and there is no way to enforce it because they also absolve them from all liabilities through the uh, prep clause. Uh, a Moderna contract is just uh, showing you that. Uh, sorry, it's a small language, but um, the, the, that it's, it gives them prep act uh, clause uh, liability protection, and uh, this is both civil and military application, and. Um, so what, what really happened here is that vaccine development and approval, why, what, what, what were they doing when doing this? Well, what they they doing, they were play acting. They never had to follow those regulations by, by law that they wrote themselves. It's an illegal law. It's, it's not lawful. It's not constitutional, but they made it legal on paper that they don't have to do them. Yet they went and had, had and did them in collaboration with FDA and CDC and all other agencies. And that was just to convince you, the public, that it really is a pharmaceutical product where it it actually is not. Um, The clinical trials were never ordered. Um, The the good manufacturing practice compliance was never ordered. And, you know, legally speaking, there were never even clinical trial subjects or investigators, because if you cannot have an investigational uh, product, then there is no investigation. So FDA leadership and then global regulatory leadership, what they did, they impersonated the regulators so that you fall for this lie and and go get injected. Um, And uh, finally, Pfizer already invoked this in their, as a legal defense. Um, There, you know, if you maybe heard about Brooke Jackson's case in the U.S., uh, she's suing Pfizer under False Claims Act that they defrauded the government. Well, Pfizer already uh, filed motion to dismiss. The case hasn't been dismissed yet, uh, but Pfizer already in court stated that, please dismiss this case, judge. We did not defraud the government. We delivered the fraud that the government ordered. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So 
Quite a, quite a defense. We delivered the fraud that the government ordered. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. That case. <laughs> I mean, but they they admitted that there was fraud because they said we delivered the fraud, you know. But that I, I I don't think you can ever hide behind that, you know. It's like, oh, I shot that person because someone told me to do that, you know. Mm. It's like, oh, government told me to do this fraud, so I delivered what the government asked. Well, you're you know you knowingly did a crime. Just doing my job. Yeah, just doing my job. And how well did that work for those, uh, you know, in the Nuremberg trials, right? You know, they, they people said, hey, I was just doing what I was told. You know, they still had to pay the price. So, yeah, at least the lower level ones, they hung. But the upper level ones came over to American Project Paperclip. Paperclip and they yep. became some of our highest secured black op uh, Nazi scientists um, who had worked for the government. Some of them are still alive. So. Yeah. And the others went down and vacationed in Argentina. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. One of the, I, I was reading an article, you know, that just to give a little bit of hope too, there's a nurse um, who was in charge of an elderly population and she was arrested for injecting 8,600 elderly people with saline solution instead Ooh. of a COVID vaccine. Ooh, and what a patriot. her case came up. I mean, she's my hero. Oh, um, my it, it does kind of defy medical ethical uh, law, but, but she, you know, what do you do when you honestly think this is going to kill someone? And uh, her trial came up and she received no jail time in her verdict. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of a mixed thing because it's like you don't want someone to do that, but at the same time, she knew she knew better. She was right. Yeah. Well, her 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 uh, her oath was to do no harm, even if she was told to do harm. So her oath is to to her patients and to to God, and not her oath is not uh, to the to the medical companies that try to control her so she actually did she exercised what you would call the doctrine of lesser magistrates she said in my authority i i chose to un to not follow an unjust law to quote um martin luther king jr from the from his uh, letters to in the in jail you know an unjust law is no law uh, no law at all and i will not follow an unjust law and that isn't that the kind of men and women you would want even in military, I mean, when they're told to fire on American citizens who are, who are peaceful and uh, who are, you know, who are not their enemies, but you, you want to you sorry, I will not follow an unjust rule. And that we used to train in West Point and all of these major medical, you know, major military schools that the, the, the doctrine of lesser magistrates, you know, don't, don't, you are not to follow unjust laws, you know, and, and people who, who decided not to do those things, became heroes later and the, the history was on their side but it's it's just amazing to me right now that we're at a place in the world where um, people are just they're so um, indoctrinated to just do what they're told and it just you know what the nazi scientists said you know we just did our job and and we're, we're in a battle i was actually looking at a quote this week um i was looking at a quote um i'll, show, I'll jump it through here to this one here oh it's not coming up uh, anyways, it was a quote from from uh, from the uh, the movie. Excuse me. Um, it's a quote from 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 the Matrix, right? Okay, so check this quote out. It says, um, "The Matrix is a system, Neo. That system has is our enemy. But when you're inside, you look around, and what do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters—the very minds of the people we're trying to save." But until we do, these people are still part of the system that makes them our enemy. You have to understand most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so injured, so hopelessly dependent on the system that they will fight to protect it. And I just, you know, when we talk about red pilling people, we're trying to get people to disconnect from this system, to ask, start asking tough questions, to stop just believing the mainstream media narrative, which is being spoon fed to them by, you know, government 
this cabal and you know that's controlling our government this sleeper uh cell that's called the president biden and and the all of these mm-hmm. various um, organizations that are within our government that have gone rogue the fbi the cia the department of justice we have to stand up we have to look at the uh, you know these inconvenient truths and inconvenient proofs that something is not right and most people are starting to smell it and that's why i think you know calling our show tonight that the dam is breaking the dike you know another mm-hmm. finger in the hole what isn't working that you know, people are being shaken to be awakened. It, it, it's going to continue to be turbulent. Like people are, people are not going to want to listen to shows like ours. They're, they're, it's just, it's so uncomfortable. But the reality is, is it's time for us to not just comfort the afflicted, but the afflict the comfortable and wake them up. So, absolutely, yeah. You know, when you, you've probably experienced this, I know I have. Even in our walk of faith. Uh, sometimes tradition creeps in and we go, oh, yeah, we just celebrated this because that's the way it must have been. And then all of a sudden someone exposes it with a little more research. And do you remember the feeling that you had, the uncomfortableness, like, oh, I've been believing this all my life. Mm-hmm. And that was just kind of like not really accurate because somebody did more research and, and more study. And actually, if you dedicate your life to studying you begin to refine things, but it is very uncomfortable to get rid of some old traditions that you thought were, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, something simple like Christmas, right? Oh, Jesus was born <laughs> on December 25th. You know, people yeah. grew up thinking that that's a small thing, but you know, something like that. And then when you find out, Oh, he wasn't, you know, it, it, it can be a little unnerving. And I think it is that way in the politics and the culture as well. It's like, well, CNN's always been the truth. It's always been there. Every time I'm at the airport, I'm watching it for hours and it looks like yeah. it's the truth and and it must be. And I grew up with it. And you have emotional ties. You saw the Challenger explode or, you know, something back in the 80s and the 90s. You've lived with it. And then, and then to find out that they're just a bunch of scummy people that hate conservatives and that are CIA operatives. Yeah. CIA (laughs) operatives like Allison or uh, Anderson Cooper, you know, and and then you find out, Oh yeah, he's part of, you know, the Vanderbilt family. And there's been some nefarious, you know, satanic ritual worship and all that stuff. And you go, Oh my gosh, that can't be true. But then Mm. you keep hearing it by truth tellers. And that's why we got to keep going, but it's, it's waves and waves because the way we think, when we think something, mm-hmm. we have a synapse, you know, and it creates a pathway. And you think that thought again, and that pathway gets a little bit bigger and bigger. It goes from a trail to a road to a super highway, and it's easier for that electron to go down. And the only way you're going to change is you got to actually replace the thought, you know. But if you constantly keep on hearing the same thing from CNN, it's really hard to replace it. And sometimes you got to shake them. Really, just make them it, it, enough to say, okay, I'll give it a week just to listen to something alternative, you know, like a Joe Rogan. That's a first step, you know. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, maybe there's something to it. I'm hearing it from friends. I'm hearing it from all these others. And this person, I have a, I feel like I have a relationship. I've been watching Joe Rogan for years, you know, and it opens that door, that little dam, that crack. And all of a sudden, it leads you to the next person, to the next. And all of a sudden, you start listening to like, you know, red pill 78 or, and we know, or X 22 or praying medic. And, and the list goes on. There's tons, you know, and, and, and all of a sudden it starts to change. And you're like, I can't believe I used to think this way, Yeah. you know, and that's the way it is even coming to Christ. You know, I used to be this way, but now in this way, you know, God opened my eyes and it can happen supernaturally quicker, but sometimes it's a process. You know, but and there's good things ahead. There are this this yeah. uncomfortableness is a necessity and it is a wonderful thing because there's until you're at the precipice of destruction, you're not gonna change, or most people yeah. aren't gonna change. They're gonna stick yeah. with their agenda that they've their pet agenda that they've liked that it makes them feel comfortable or important. You know, and yeah. so I, I'm excited, even though it's really it's painful good. to see some things. You know, I hear lie after lie. I'm like, you liar. Ah, I start yelling at the screen. You liar. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you know what? That's that's what it's going to take someone else to say they are lying. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, to change. And, I, well, you that- know, I think you're you're onto something, Ron, because the red pill that the people who have not yet awakened we're at a precipice. And I, I, we heard that in CPAC. We're hearing that with the uh, Jim Jordan and the Judiciary uh, Committees. We are at a place 
that if we do not change something quickly, this nation is doomed. It really is doomed. And um, but but we have we do have um, a, a supernatural. We have God on our our side. I mean, we we have a compelling population who want to stand up and say no. We're not going to believe the lie, but I think what we're going to be seeing through the next few weeks is a very rapid fire waking up, shaking up. And I just want to say, don't go to fear because um, it's needed right now. It's needed to wake people up. And so we will succeed. God is in this and uh, there's lots to be hopeful for. Yeah, I think maybe sitting in this final proverb, he who answers a matter before he researches it or hears it, it is a folly and a shame to him. So that's why we're waking people up. You gotta do your own research. You gotta use your brain. Don't just believe this what, you, has what, been what you've always believed. Wake the Bear Radio on KSCO we'll keep doing it. 1080 on your AM dial. Good night. Good night. Good night.